welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Hey, detailers, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. I'm really excited about this episode. It was a lot of fun. So I've known Dave, uh, formerly used to be when I knew him was Dave with Freedom Waterless. And so DJ and I, the first product that we came out with together was Green Clean. And that's who we used. And uh, it was a great product. And that relationship continued for many years. And then uh, ran into Dave uh, at his uh, SEMA booth. And it was a lot of fun to see him. So hadn't seen Dana in a while, but... He sent me a message and was like, hey, come on to my podcast. So, hey, I got to go spend some time on Dave's podcast. I went ahead and recorded it, though, for the community. <laughs> hey, hopefully you guys are enjoying the community page and the Facebook. Uh, if you're not on it, go be active. It's a really great page, uh, a lot of great information that we continue to put out for the community. <laughs> All right, guys, enjoy this episode and make it a great day. How's it going there in Tulsa? Hi, Dave. What's cracking, man? Well, you know, I figure uh, it's about five o'clock, so we'll uh, let's go ahead and crack open a nice little fresh haze IPA. Whatever it takes. And have a nice little chat with you, man. What's going on? Oh, just doing podcast interviews. You know, just uh, here in uh, lockdown. Hopefully this is over here pretty soon. This is a, a 10X Detail podcast, and this season is all about what people are doing during this whole crisis situation. How, are the, how is their business going? How are they going to uh, basically 10X their business once this is all over? Some of them are still doing it. And, you know, we're going to talk about sales, marketing, what attracts customers to you, word of advice and what 10x means to you plus we're going to talk about you know maybe some of the downsides you know what i've had to reinvent myself three times and uh, maybe there's some downsides that we could learn from you and other people wouldn't make the same mistake twice yeah man dave i i think i think I think that's awesome you said that, that you reinvented yourself because that's what really i think you and i had talked about wanting to really jump into is is how to adapt and grow and change and some of the struggles that you and I have had over the years. Absolutely. Well, why don't you start out by telling us who you are, what you're yeah, doing, man. how long you've been doing this, and what you have going on in the future. Yeah, cool, man. I appreciate you uh, having me on. Uh, we've actually only met face-to-face, I think, one time, and that was at this past SEMA, but you and I have known each other for now what 12 we're talking 2007 i first reached out to you 2008 we launched green clean using uh you know a former brand that you owned and still today dave still today you have the best waterless that no longer is available uh there was that moment was like 2008 9 and then it got taken away. It was something that had to do with like coconut shells or something in it. And there was like this pumice 
and I just remember we would use it and it would like level out the paint plus it would leave this really great protectant and after two or three washes you never had a like you couldn't see anything that was still my favorite product that you've ever put out personal opinion Wow. Okay. Do you remember well, we that one? 1.5. I do. I do. We sold 1.5 million bottles of the latest version, and have uh, 10 to 20 million bottles on the schedule for this year. We'll see how all that goes with all this chaos. But yeah, yeah. I do remember. Uh, you know, I've had multiple versions. I came up with the first version back in 1998, while I was still in the military, and I've sold in over a hundred countries. Yeah. Well. So, I I I still today that's my favorite of all time. So yeah, send me a or I'll go order whatever it is your new formula because that's still to me it was the absolute best. But so we launched out of in a car wash setting. So just to get everybody an idea of where we're at, I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, 2002. My name is Marshall Hill. I'm with Total Auto Solutions. 2002. I randomly pick up a power washer and start cleaning cars uh, because I'm sitting in a Chinese restaurant takeout complaining to my roommate about my job. And he goes, I've seen people clean cars over at this grocery store. You can just clean people's cars while they're shopping. And that was what I just said, okay. I just, I was so fed up with my job that I just jumped, quit my job, got power washer and just started cleaning cars and then grew that into a mobile detailing service that then got approached by some customers we start building washes i'm in this car wash washing cars we got a full detail bay and i go what's this waterless thing and so that was the journey uh to start where you and i first started connecting and uh our first big failed adventure, if you remember, was Auto Spa at the mall. We, uh, we were going to be a car wash service, detail service, uh, that did valet also. And we did two different malls. And uh, that's where you and I really connected about all the different things that were starting to go on in Waterless. And, uh, man, it's been quite a journey ever since. So it's cool to see all the different stuff that you've been doing, Dave. Yes, yes. So where did it go from there? Well, um, in 2010, uh, I decided to also get into the chemical game in a sense. Uh, I bought about $4,000 worth of product and started selling it out of my garage. And um, we, uh, we've grown now to, you know, Total Solutions is a national brand. Not quite nearly as big as you guys, but... Uh, you know, we, we sell a lot of similar stuff, coatings, we sell cleaners, supplies, and stuff like that. We've stayed true to being environmental friendly. We're the first plastic reduction line of products to the market. It's called HyperClean. Uh, and we also also share the joy of podcasting. So we have Pints and Polishing Podcast, and uh, which if anybody was at Mobile Tech Orlando would have seen the big stage and had a really blast uh, drinking beer and talking about detailing all the time. So... That's uh, that's what we're doing today. We have an app that we sell off called the Detail Supply app, and uh, that's us, man. That's that's sort of the journey from 2002 at a Chinese restaurant to 2020, uh, <laughs> being 42 years old now. Excellent. Well, I'm glad I could help back in the old days. And uh, what kind of things are you doing to boost sales? And who's your 
today, currently? Well, I mean... Currently, in the past, but yeah, currently, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we... Good old hardcore sales, man. We just try and get out there as much as we can. That's sort of general feel for, uh, I think, beneficial for detailers. So. Calling on the phone, Facebook, Instagram. How about this Nextdoor app? Have you heard, heard of that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've heard of it. It's not really was kind of more in, into what we're doing as our, our mobile side of our detailing is strictly just with a strict clientele that we've kept since 2002, three, four, five, you know, we, we, so we don't really market that, you know, mostly what, if you, so I, I guess your question is about today. So today's terms, we're mostly marketing our products. So, but I, I didn't really want to come on here to talk about what we're doing to market our products. I, I think the most beneficial thing to do is what you and I had talked about. Like, let's talk about all the failures that we've had. Let's talk about how to grow out of all the bad times. And to me, that's what I think is going to be beneficial for a lot of listeners is what do you do now? And if you want to talk marketing, what do you do now to market in a failing economy when maybe a business that you thought was doing really well is starting to fail? Does that make you a failure? Does that make you uh, uh, a mistake? Does that mean that you fucked everything up? No, I mean, shit happens. It does. What if you? What if it's Marty's restaurant? And had nothing to do with you being a good or bad restaurant, right? Yeah, you don't have a you don't have a to go menu. No. So, but just the same as good business entrepreneurial uh, restaurants, the smart ones immediately transition to. We're going to deliver. We're going to be on, um, you know, curbside pickup, you know, still tried to push that they were out there. They had to adapt. All right. And so as detailers, there's been people that have found themselves in situations because they listened to somebody tell them to close their doors. They've been sitting around for three weeks and now they're starting to go, oh, shit. Oh, when's the money going to come in? You know, like. I made a bad mistake. You know, I listened to the wrong person and they closed their doors. It was a failure. It was a mistake. What do they do now? Fuck. I don't know. Like, right, right. If you go back to episode seven with Jay Salinas from EcoWash Hawaii, he talks, you know, he's doing all kinds of stuff. He has the, this fogger. He's going into dealerships and fogging every week and it's sanitizing the whole place. He's doing lots of businesses. He's pivoting, doing all kinds of stuff, including he's a, he's essential, so he's able to still paint, correct, and coat. But all of that is down because people are, you know, at home and they're not needing their car as much, so it's not getting that dirty. But yes, you definitely have to pivot. You can't sit around and you know feel sorry for yourself and wonder how you're going to pay the rent and. Daddy, daddy, you know, I'm hungry. Well, we don't have any food because I didn't prepare. You got to do something. So, uh, yeah. It, and, but that's a that's a hard trait for a lot of guys to do, right? I mean, many detailers that have been in the market for the past couple years, they don't know hard times. We, we've said very openly that the past couple years have been the absolute best time to be a detailer. 
it, it was amazing the different things that you could do. You could open your door, throw out some ads, you could throw some money at some stuff, and you could go get some training, and suddenly you're a paint correction and coding specialist because you got somebody's certificate that you paid for on your wall, but they didn't really know business. They weren't really ever taught how to maneuver through times, how to actually put money back towards stuff, put put yourself in situations to where you're having to fail so that you'll learn to grow, right? It was a lot about just how to make more money and sell more stuff. That seemed it was a big part of the way the economy was and what a lot of detailers were programmed by brands to know. And so now we're in a situation where they're having to adapt and many of them don't know how. They just close their doors and listen to people. Well, don't listen to the government is my advice. Foster Mills did 10,000 dealership cars in one year. Right. And he made $1.5 million. And and Dave, but these are people that you've helped, right? You've gone through stuff. You've been through multiple downturns. You've had to reinvent yourself, like you said. So these people have listened to you, which you're a business operator. Like, you're a practical practitioner operator, whereas a lot of people have been listening to brands that have paid salesmen to teach them technique. And there's a big difference, right? I mean, they can see from your example and all the ways that you do your marketing, the way you train people, the way you invest into your customers. That's why you can you could probably name off a fucking Rolodex, couldn't you? Of a lot of people that buy from you that are still doing really well because, Dave, you're a business owner and you teach business. That's what I love about you, man. You're fucking awesome. Yeah, and, and the thing is, nobody's going to knock on your door and give you a million dollars. you got to go out there and hustle it. Fuck and yeah, you do. Monster Mills doing, who does, who's 21 and makes $1.5 million? I mean, he just he just quit all that nonsense, and now he's doing high-end Corvettes and doing ridiculous work. But you think, you think he knows his craft now after doing 10,000 cars? He might. <laughs> he knows how to... You know, that, I don't know how many how many years it would take to get ten thousand cars. Man, himself, who knows? But, uh, who knows? Yeah, that's uh, yeah. He's doing amazing work, and that guy, he's quite a detailer. But I'm networking with a, a lot of people. You know, uh, Mark from Remarkable Detailing, the guy, twenty five, thirty years. You know, he went from cars to Learjet, and now he's doing boats and classics and lots of other things. But he just told me that you got to keep on learning. You know, I taught him on I taught him Xcode. Uh, Brett Berry from Shiny Jets just flew over. And oh, flew. man, I love Brett. Isn't Brett yeah, the best? And so, and so uh, you know, here this guy has been doing lyrics. Hey, Dave, and, Dave, and are you on TikTok years. yet? Are you on TikTok yet? This has been the TikTok day because uh, Hannah, you know, my media person, told me about TikTok and she sent me some stuff. Oh, I've you, asked a few people about it. You got to get on TikTok. Is, I looked at the website. And yeah, about it. you got to. Me and Brett, we keep saying it. We got to do. We're gonna do a duet. We're gonna be some old forty-year-old fuckers dancing. Uh, but yeah, TikTok's the best, man. So when Brett and I do that, then you got to duet it with us too, man. It's just stupid funny. Okay, definitely, definitely. definitely. But, but yeah, um, Brett's an awesome to guy. Failure, to the failure thing, yeah, the whole business partner thing that. That, you know, that was a big thing for me. And then, you have know, had some other relationships that, you know, I still feel bad about that just had not worked out. And uh, it doesn't always work out. And then, you know, I've been not 
scam. I guess you could scam and scam a few times. And, you know, now my eyes are a lot, a lot uh, wider and more open. And I'm not, I still give a lot of my time and a lot of my, uh, you know, energy to people. But I filter them a little bit better. And, you know, sometimes. Hey, Dave, do you think that you could be doing what you're doing today at the level and at the intensity and at the performance today, could you be doing it today if you wouldn't have gone through the failures that you went through in the past? Probably not because, you know, I'm an open and honest kind of guy and I just want to help out everybody. But I've learned that you have to cut the blood suckers. You have to cut, cut the people that are just not, either A, on your level, or B, only call you when they want something, and, uh, you know, they don't add to your life. If they're not adding to your life, if it's not back and forth, meaning, you know, I don't need it to be even, and I don't need no quid pro quo. I help a lot of people out. I expect nothing, zero in return. Mm -hmm. I want success stories. That's what I get a kick out of. Wow, you made 40 grand this month when Mm -hmm. you were living in your shop, living in your car, and look at you now. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh, I'm glad I could help. But that's a cool part, Dave, right? You just said you did that for free, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's that's what I love about you. That's what I think there's there's a little handful of us we might call ourselves old schooler hustlers, maybe. Like the ones that have owned businesses for not just over the past couple years can understand then what it takes, right? So you've invested a certain way into people because you found that to be the best way to grow through some of these tough times and to weed out the bullshit. And they disappoint me, you know? I disappoint me sometimes, but I spent a hundred grand last year. I asked people, who spends a hundred grand giving free samples away? Yeah. And I get cricket. Yeah. Me. I'm the only one. I'm not here to pat myself on the back. I'm just saying... I believe in my product so much that I'm able to give it away and you're going to love it so much that you're going to buy it. Maybe you don't buy it. Maybe you just put it in the closet. Maybe you, maybe you never hear from me again. Uh, you know, it's just, that's the, mm-hmm. that is the, the Dave, you send me samples and here we are today. I'm on your podcast. Like you sent me samples fucking, what was that? 12 years ago, yeah, 13 years ago. So you're the same guy, man. That's what I'm saying, man. I love the way you do things. I think what you're doing is awesome. And I I really am glad to see people like you and what you're doing for our industry, giving away information, providing out free content, providing out free product, because there's a lot of snakes that are just charging, charging, charging. And what is today a $750 training that got a, a plaque on your wall what is that doing for you to grow your business when you got guys like Dave that are trying to continually feed free information to you? So, Dave, man, you're you're badass. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that, and and it, and it helps to you know. I, like I said, I I invest in other people before they invest in me, and uh, that seems to work. And it weeds out the people that aren't there. And if they, uh, if they, what do I ask them to do? Send me some pictures. Send me some, post some pictures online. You know, tag me on them. If you can't figure that out, then you know that's all right. I'm, I'm good. Hey, you so know? so Dave.
Put yourself back into one of those big failing moments, though, because I, I try and associate myself with where we're at in 2020 with me in 2010, uh, starting Total Auto Solutions out of my garage, no money, uh, the car wash stuff, I'd sold out. I had tried to invest into uh, time with a group that was going to grow a chain of car washes, right? So just the same as you, you had had past relationships that failed. This relationship with this, this guy failed. I found myself in the middle of uh, trying a, a rough economy, trying to survive. Put yourself, you remember those times, right? Don't you? Like, Oh, yeah. We we don't forget those times. So I just oh, yeah. know that there's I, I guys it. today that are that are having that moment now. Like, oh fuck, what do I do? Like, what do you think, man? What's like the first thing that somebody should do? Well, there's a couple of things. Back in the day, I got out of the military in two, late 2007 with a hundred grand in the bank or more, and I move across the country. I have two small children. And I, I plopped that down on a house. Just that was November '07. By oh. December '07, yeah. the uh, the yeah. economy and the real estate market go Gone. off the edge. Yeah. By that summer, my house is worth like half. Yeah. And uh, you know um, that's that's tough times. But you know mm. what? I took care of my kids. I worked every day. I, you know, I had two businesses. I had a web design, web marketing business, and my car care product business. And I just did it. You put your you put your helmet on, and it's wartime. The good the, the you know, unfortunately, I didn't have buy off from my then wife and uh, you know blood sucking wife, and uh, you know not really contributing, and I had to just go it all myself. Dave, what I do I remember? Is, I have a very vague memory. Once you said that you did that web design business, I was like, that's right. I remember buying product, and then there wasn't there like some Russian girl that I talked to. Like, <laughs> there was like some office chick that sounded like she was Russian and super hot. And you were always around hot little office chicks back then, is what I remember about you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was. I think that was Haley. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, I yeah, you threw me off track there. But yes, uh, uh, I recommend getting buy-off from your family. You know, hey, look, we're at crisis times here. Just like Grant Cardone did back in the in the in the crisis time. You know, the good news is, or the bad news is, we just lost a bunch of money. The good news is, is I'm going to get it all back. The other bad news is, you're not going to see me much. I'm going to go out there and uh, 10x it all day long and write some books and change our lives forever. And then I'm going to buy a plane and fly around the world. So, and that's exactly what he did. I mean buy a plane you know he went and talked to people what about buying a plane the, the accountants say it's a bad idea and the, the guys that he's asking they're like the people with planes he's like best three best three ideas i ever uh, made happen three yeah because i got three planes mm-hmm. you know so uh you know it's those kind of things you just gotta get your your helmet on and your chin strap and you gotta go out there kick ass take names don't don't sleep. There's no TV. My TV's not even plugged in. It's like I don't even have cable. Man. I got internet. That's it. And uh, so, Dave, there's no Dave, I, I love you more, Dave. And, and because here's what's crazy, right? Being from Oklahoma, what's the po- most popular show on Netflix right now? 
is some documented series of of a fine Oklahoma citizen called like the Tiger King or something. You know how many detailers that have we've talked to that have been watching the series? I've yet to no turn. Well, yeah, it like even just one, but there's a lot more than one. There's a lot of people that watch the series, and it's like I've never even turned on Netflix to to watch a show. My kids have it, but I—I I mean, I bought it, but I never watched it. Right. And, yeah. if, and, if, and if I don't get to a, hey Marty, if I don't get to a barber pretty soon, my hair is going to look like his. Bro, I, <laughs> I, I just buzz mine about every three weeks, and then put a hat on. That's all you got to do. <laughs> oh, all right, I got my ten X hat. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but back to what I what I would do to uh, you know get through these crises. For one, I tell everybody. You have a Rolodex. You have a, a set. You have clients. Go out there and call them. How are you doing? Right, like right now, I have Bryce. Bryce has been calling all of my customers, and not to sell anything. It's only for one reason. Hi, Marty. How is it going? How are you doing with this whole virus thing? And and uh, you know, how is the family? Anybody sick? What can we do to help? And uh, people are calling me like, I can't believe you called. I mean. Uh, you know, nobody cares. You know, the phone hasn't rang in weeks, but yet I'm calling and, and I'm not doing that to make money. I just, I care. And that's, you know, I, I can't call five, 6,000 people and Bryce is helping. And, uh, you know, I'm doing the podcast here. This is episode 40, I believe 40, 40 people. I lost seven episodes for, uh, technical difficulties, but, uh, uh, 40 episodes in 10 days. Not bad. That's not, and to only lose seven, that ain't bad either. We've lost, who knows, like, right? It just happens, and then you do it, and you go, fuck, no! Yes, yes, the Roadcaster Pro, it, just, it has some beta software, and uh, they even said it's buggy, so now I'm back to the, the stable version. But nice. anyways, back to what I'm saying is is call your people. I, I recommend, you know, a every week touching your customers, having a phone call, an email, a postcard, and a text message every week. If you do, you know, twelve postcards and twelve text messages and twelve emails, uh, all of that throughout the whole year, they will not forget who you are. And when every time they, and then ask them, you know, you can send an email saying, you know, it's, it's spring, it's time to, you know, get your car back from winter and get all the grime off of it. Oh, winter's coming, let's winterize it. We got to get some, you know, ceramic coating. Here's a coupon. Uh, if you have a uh, a referral, you know, tell us about your family and if they have a nice car that we can take care of, et cetera, et cetera. So, believe me, they're not going to forget who you are if you touch them, uh, you know, fifty times a year. And I'm not talking Joe Biden. <laughs> Nice. So, Dave, I think it's spot on. I, I mean, I think you always do an incredible job. And what I've noticed throughout your career is how you continually stay in an inbox and in front of people that buy from you. Right. Like that. And guys should definitely learn from what you're saying. I'm going to also say that they should take a next step and do a lot more social interaction and not just social posting, right? So a big trick that you mentioned Grant Cardone, I'm a Gary V fan, right? So 
a little different in the way they teach. And Gary Vee is more of, hey, be uh, the most way of being not necessarily putting out 10 egg. You know, it's just a little different philosophy. Gary Vee teaches a little bit more on how to be mm, relevant and be uh, always in the attention of your customer. So an attention requires a couple different things. You can't just always post something and then just think that you're gaining the attention of your customer. So if you're a detailer and you're posting a picture over and over of a car that you do, but you're saying that social isn't working, well, you're, you're just doing this. I mean, what's that? You know what, Dave, what is that where like, if you do the same thing over and over, what does that mean? You're crazy. Uh, yeah. So to just have a dream of doing something and then just like putting something out there over and over, but not really getting a result, you know, so let's change it up a little bit. All right. So maybe not just do the same picture. Let's do some walk arounds. Let's talk about what the customer needed. Let's talk about how you solved that problem. Let's interact in a story mode. Let's engage with some people. And then you know what? Let's go into some community groups that are around Oh, community on our podcast. We always cheers every time we say community. So, hey, I'm gonna have a drink. But let's go interact with like, I'm here in Tulsa. There's Tulsa moms, right? Hashtag Tulsa moms. I could go into that hashtag on Instagram and go direct to every single mom that post hashtag moms. And I'm not going to try and sell them something. I'm just going to go onto their post and then from my business page, right? Not from my personal account that has me, right? This is from a business Instagram account onto their personal account and interact with them. So if they posted a picture about something and they talked about Tulsa moms, I'm going to go in and say, hey, that's a really great you know, quote that you live there. We love the picture. And that's it. And then I'm going to go to the next one. I'm going to do that 15 to 20 times every hour. I don't know. How much can you do? If, if you're watching Tiger King, could you not pay attention to this guy in Oklahoma that's cutting off arms and going, I don't know. It's fuck, like, it's so crazy to hear what he's doing. You know what would be crazier is you use Instagram groups or Facebook groups and interact with people in your community so that you can not just be uh, relevant, I think would be the good word. Like relevancy is good. So exactly what you said, Dave, and all that side. And then like one more further, go interact with people on social and just be part of the conversation. That creates some attention. And once you create the attention, then you can have a chance later to sell them something. But if you don't ever interact with people right now when everybody's sitting on their phone, what's your relevancy? I'm, I'm not sure. Right, right. There's a lot of different uh, things we can talk about there. One of them is the cornerstone books that I have always uh, you know, held in high regard. 2007 is the, the, you know, the cornerstone one is the... Uh, the four-hour work week, and then 2010, of course, is crushed right. by Gary V. Yeah, and of course, I read them both, right? Vee, Do you? So. What was your first thing when you batched? That, that for me, that was a big thing. When I read Four Hour Work Week, I went, 
oh shit, I got shit going on throughout the whole week. I got to start batching all my stuff throughout the week. That was my biggest thing that I learned from four hour work week. What? Well, I, I've been doing it already and I had, you know, uh, and then I, I immediately got outsourcers from the Philippines. I still have them. I had a meeting oh, with yes, them. Oh yes, outsourcing is big, I, yeah. I, I went to the Philippines and met my guys. Yeah. You know, not only that one of them been working with me for 10 years or more than that, uh, you know, I've actually met them. I talk with them. I send them extra money to help with their family. And they go and help out the community and do other things when there's disasters and floods and rains and that kind of stuff. So that's one thing that I did. As for Gary V, you know, you definitely got to you got to get out there. You got to get, uh, you know, in front of the people that you are you're working with. But what I what kind of tagging along with what you were saying there is if you listen to some of the other episodes on the podcast here i talk about uh you know using social media but not not just posting a picture like i just had a long conversation with mark from remarkable detailing in sarasota and he's talking about you know he's not a big poster he's not a big social media guy and he's kind of an old school guy but he's he's working on it but i say hey Take the before, during, and after pictures. Get the testimonial of how it looks. Either link them all together. Send them to me. I'll link them all together. Turn on the camera. You know, tell the guy, hey, we're going to be on Facebook Live with your car. And turn on the camera and say, hey, here we are. Check out these swirls. Man, this guy brought me this car. It looks like hell. Oh, my God. What's I going to do with this car? And then... See us at lunch, and it's going to look a little better. It looks like a 50-50 shot, and then look at the end. It's, it's polished, protected, ceramic-coated, and then what do you think about this? And now you're on you know, Facebook Live, and you are actually telling me how awesome the car looks from how it looked this morning when you were here. So those kind of things, and, oh, that's scary. You're in front of the camera. Oh, my God. You know, that's where being uncomfortable, you know, success is on the other side of being uncomfortable. So, uh that's what I had to say about that. I love it, man. That's a great quote. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and and quotes are good, you know? And listening to people, you know, when I wake up in the morning, somebody's yelling at me. You know, Tony Robbins, Eric Thomas, Les Brown, all these guys. These are the people, you know, get up out of bed, you know, Jocko Willenick, those guys. Uh, when I don't want to grind on a project, I grind on a project. You know, if you ever listen to those guys. So, uh, and then David Goggins, that guy, stay hard. You, you know, you gotta like, you have to listen to these guys. You gotta listen to their story. Oh my God, they had David Goggins had a hell of a life, and that guy is, you know, he's been, you know, three times going to Bud as a Navy SEAL and went to Delta train to Delta Force, and you know, running hundred miles, and it set the seventy mile mark, his legs just like fall apart, but yet he still finishes the race at a hundred miles. That's incredible. In 19 hours. Mm. And now he runs 200, 300 miles. I mean, my car can't go that far. That guy's insane. Yeah. My back, I don't think, could go a mile. So that's cool that he could go that far, huh? Oh, I can barely go down the street. Yeah, yeah I'm right. I I've been, he hadn't been over cleaning wheels, has he? <laughs> he hadn't yeah, in the, yeah. the back of a Honda Civic much, has he, trying to vacuum out the back parts? So any, anyways, we, I was going to say, what's a, a tip or advice, but we've had nothing but advice here. How about a tip or trick cleaning a car or doing something, something that maybe somebody, uh, you know, a little detail hack that we don't know about? 
a detail hat. Man, I'm not really, I just, that's not really, I've never really put those out. I'm not really, uh, I've never really been a tipper or tricker time of guy. I don't know. All right. I'll, I'll tell you one then. How's All that? Right. All right. So one thing I do with my tire gel is I have a four inch paint roller, you know, the small little one. And I roll the, uh, and if it's a big four by four tire, I actually paint it with a paintbrush, but, uh, I roll it. Okay. And I can do all four tires in about four minutes. Oh, yeah. It works really well because it's not liquid. It's more of a, a, you know, it's a gel. Yeah. And that works really well. Cool. That's a, that's a detail hack right there. So, okay, well, tell me what 10X means to you. Um, I just heard it from, uh, I think, a, that guy you mentioned earlier, uh, puts those big shows. I see him on Instagram and Facebook, uh, Cardone. And then I don't know, man, I've never really followed into it. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, I'll just tell you, it's a, it's a lifestyle. It's, but it's more of a mentality. So we are an adaptation machine as in people, you know, so something is hard, we work on it and it gets easier and easier and easier. And if you are, you know, wanting to 10 X your business, Again, this is the 10X Detail Podcast. By hearing stories and, and hearing about your failures and your successes and, and tips and tricks and all these marketing things will help other people 10X their business. But basically, 10Xing is all about shooting for way beyond what you think, quote, is reasonable. And Grant talks about don't be reasonable. Reasonable is somebody other somebody else's opinion of what you can and can't do. And you will believe it as your own, but I say forget all that. I want you to go ten times that, and if you only make it to five or six times, you're not going to be that disappointed. It sure beats the one time, right? Yeah. In other words, if you only make a thousand dollars a week and you want to make ten thousand dollars a week, if you made six thousand dollars the first week, are you disappointed? Man, I'm, I'm loving life. Yeah, you're used to 1,000. And if you make it to 10, you change your goal. If, if you're shooting arrows and you can't see the, the, the bullseye, and you just, you know, spinning around in circles. So you got to see that. And then once you hit the bullseye, step back another 10 feet. See if you can do it again. You got to keep adjusting your goal. And next thing you know, you're making 13 grand a week and then 15 grand a week. So, you know, in this business, you know, I, I failed to mention earlier was, uh, yes, this is an amazing industry to be in. It's gone from five billion a year in revenue to thirty billion a year in revenue until just recently, and uh, three hundred billion in revenue worldwide in the car care detailing industry. And that is, you know, I know many people making two, three. Seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, two million dollars a year. Look at Josh Young over at Envious Detailing, fifteen hundred and twenty-eight ceramic coating jobs in one year. None of them under twelve hundred dollars. The ten X on it? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I yeah. if I if I answered appropriately, I'd like to see if he's got ten different revenue streams too, or is he just going after one? 
Oh no, he's funnel, got, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's I don't know the guy, so you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't. But hopefully, I mean, people we know that are ten x it, I mean, they've got dealership accounts, they've got uh, you know, fifty, sixty employees that are working with them. They're inside auctions. They're doing codings. I mean, they're they're doing every single thing they can in the industry. So. I hope he is, man. That sounds fucking awesome, man. To make seven hundred thousand oh, yeah, dollars a year, I definitely. hope he is, man. That's awesome. And I, I have a quick ad here. Have you ever heard of X Coat, the hand applied self leveling clear coat that can make almost any vehicle look brand new again? It's an alternative to repainting at the body shop or spending countless hours on paint correction. You can even ceramic coat it the next day. What do you think about X Coat? Man, I love seeing you at your booth. It looked awesome. Uh, that was the first time we got to meet was at SEMA. So it was cool right. to see the SEMA booth, like the, everything that you're starting to put out. I, man, Dave, I, I think you're doing a killer job for the industry, and I appreciate all you're doing. Great, great. Well, I've done 53 X-Coat jobs myself, and uh, you know we're doing some advanced training, and most of all of our training right now is on hold. But it's going to come back online here, and we're you know we're doing international stuff, and you know to put on a new layer of clear coat on a car is it's pretty amazing, and uh, it sure beats you know paint correcting for 10, 20, 30 hours. Completely so, agree. Completely agree. And to put on ceramic coating on a brand new clear coat job, it is it's like butter. Yeah. Like, wow, does it look good? Anyways, how do we find you on Facebook and Instagram? Oh, cool, Dave. Uh, so, Marshall Hill, you can find me at Total Auto Solution on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok at the Detail Supply app, or shoot me a text, 918-800-1188. Excellent, excellent. Anything else you can uh, you know, help us with here and on the 10x detail podcast yeah i i'll throw in a last bit you know so however you want to define 10x wherever you plan on going with your life with your career you got family if you want it some of you guys don't have family some of your gals don't have family some of you want it whichever you want to go whatever journey you want to choose for your life understand that you're gonna have difficulties no matter what if you are a true entrepreneur that is going to set out to continually fight and grow, you're going to always have roadblocks. It doesn't matter if there's a virus. It doesn't matter if there's a recession. You're going to keep growing and keep trying and keep struggling it. I call it the climb, right? You're going to start by just in a restaurant agreeing to go buy a power washer and then you got a plastic reduction line of products and a detail supply app. So it... It's cool to see where this industry can take you if you don't stop, right? You understand that you have failures and roadblocks that come up, but if you don't stop and you keep climbing and however you define your 10X, whatever it is that you want to achieve, you'll keep going if you want it. That's true. And, you know, it's not a flat line. It's like an EKG. It's all over the place. You know, one minute you're you're doing great. You never made so much money. And then, oh, my God, we're going to go broke. We're going to file for bank. Oh, no, it's looking, turning around. Spring is here. Yep. And, uh, oh, no, a virus. Oh, my God. But you can't, you can't let it get you down. You got to just put on your helmet. Hey, all right, man. Dave, thanks for having me on for this one, man. I appreciate the time. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for being here. I hope everything goes well. 
I'll see you at SEMA if there is a SEMA this year. <laughs> right. If not, we'll see you on the next 10X Detail Podcast. Sounds good, Dave. Thank you. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> ah!